0: Hi everyone, this is Tammy, your host for Marriage Breakdown, and today's episode is our second episode about how to grow in your relationship and what steps you can take within your relationship to support the idea that the best relationships are people-growing machines. And as we talked in last episode, we talked about the typical development of a couple and then a bit about how adults develop. And so this week's episode is more about how to. So what are some things you can do uh, within your relationship to support this idea of a people-growing machine? And the first is really... Uh, a key element of differentiation, which is the second developmental uh, uh, step for couples. And the idea with this one that I see my couples have challenges with in my office quite a bit, and just in general in life, and I've experienced my own challenges with this uh, with my husband, is that The idea that each person in the relationship gets their own feelings and their own point of view, that it's not about arguing, you shouldn't feel like that, that's not what happened, right? Couples get stuck in this facts and figures place, Where they've got to prove the other person wrong or somehow they're the put upon person or they're being treated unfairly without ever realizing that it's really not about that. It's not about forcing your partner or getting them to force you into some kind of agreement about how it happened and what you both should be feeling. Actually, it's about accepting that you're both going to have your own feelings about a situation, an argument, life, w- decisions, whatever it is, and that that is okay. And you actually can have different feelings and different points of view and still be in relationship. I think that's can be really confusing. As you're coming out of that honeymoon state, which is called symbiosis, where it's really easy to stay in lockstep with each other, everything is this discovery of how alike you are. (laughs) And and then suddenly uh, you come out of that and you really have to face that you're two different people and you have your own feelings and you have your own point of view. And then it just gets really hard. And then it feels somehow you're not in love anymore. Somehow you're not connecting the same way you used to. And that's, that's all, not connecting is all true. But the love is deepening. It can expand now to hold the two of you as two distinct people. That is the next step. That is the key step to reaching all the other developmental uh, uh, stages. And it's the key step if you want to learn how to grow together, is allowing each other and yourself to have your own feelings and your own point of view. And so really recognizing and spending a minute... With what it feels like to be in relationship and also have your own feelings, that your feelings matter, that your point of view matters, and it's not always in relation to your partner, that you actually can have your own feelings, your own thoughts, and they don't have to be validated or discounted or anything else by your partner. And so just take a step back in your own relationship. Maybe just close your eyes and, and breathe into this and really imagine maybe your last argument or your last really intense discussion and imagine what, how that would have been different if you both would have been allowed your own feelings and your own point of view without having to defend them or convince your partner that they were valid and that they were accepted and heard. And then whatever decision or thing you're arguing about is now just, you know, maybe dealt with. And, and we've talked about this in previous episodes because it's a really key point in a relationship progressing and both people feeling like they're growing together. So I'll reiterate, you get your own feelings, you get your own point of view, and that your partner's validation or different feelings about the same thing don't discount or cancel out your own. And you don't have to defend yourself or anything like that. You get your own. I often will just stop my sessions and let both partners know they get their own feelings. And especially in session, that is okay. So what does that lead to? Once you have your own feelings, now you're both free to validate each other, which is a key, key step in sidestepping Negative cycles you might be caught in, and in a better way to be heard and connecting with each other. Validate each other. Validating is not agreeing. Just means, yeah, I see that you have this different point of view. I see that you have these different feelings. I can see that. I understand that you do, and so do I, right? So you both get that. The second element of how to grow together really is centered around. The idea that when you're triggered by your partner, there's some information in there that would be really helpful for you to know about yourself. And being triggered is not pleasant and it's not easy to have perspective (laughs) in the midst of being triggered, okay? But reflecting on how your partner triggers you is really good insight into What's happening with you? And I have a really great quote. I'm going to read you uh, from Yogi Bhajan. I think I'm saying that right. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing. And I'll put this quote in the show notes. And essentially, what he's saying is that we get our own, we, we get our own feelings and our reaction to other people is really telling us something about ourselves and not about the other person and and then if you can see other people like that that you can really access stay kind of contained within yourself So I'm going to read this and I'm going to talk about how to see it from your point of view and then how to use it with others. So he says, if you are willing to look at another person's behavior toward you as a reflection of the state of their relationship with themselves, rather than a statement about your value as a person, then you will over a period of time cease to react at all. And again, I'll put this quote in the show notes. But if we slow that down and really break that down, if you're willing to look at another person's behavior toward you as a reflection of the state of their relationship with themselves. So think about this. So if something your partner says or does triggers you, then if we apply that part of the yogi's quote to ourselves, if I'm triggered by my partner, what, does, what information am I getting about myself? We often want to point at the other person when we're triggered. How dare you? How, how could you do that to me? You did this to me. You pushed that button. And granted, they might have. But the fact that you're triggered... Is information about you. And so really looking at what is that information? Why would that trigger me? Right? Because things that that get you hot under the collar in your relationship probably don't even cause a blip on your partners or in your friendships or in your family. Right? It's, It's something going on with you that brings this up. And so another way to look at this is um, I'm also, I also have been trained in internal family systems. And Dick Schwartz, who developed that modality, he has a really great quote about relationships. And he calls people we're in relationship with our best tour mentors. So imagine that word, T-O-R dash mentor. So if we really use the ways that we're triggered by our partner to look at our own growth and see our partner as a mentor to that insight into ourselves, all right, just anyone you have issue with, then that's something that you can work on in yourself and, and understand That this is happening for me, not the other person. And, And vice versa. Now you know that if you say certain things, if you react in certain ways that your partner has a hard time with, now you know that that's saying something about their relationship with themselves. And that's for them to figure out and that's for them to know. But at least for you, you can understand that, maybe stay calmer in an argument that you're not intending to trigger them, that you're not intending to do all these things that it feels like to your partner that you're doing to them. So then he says, a statement about your value as a person, right? So we often get messages about ourselves from other people. That's what he's really talking about. And there's a really great image for how this works. So imagine you're wearing a Velcro shirt and you're speaking to someone or you're in an argument with your partner and all they're doing is throwing balls that are sticking to your Velcro shirt and telling you things about yourself. I'm no good. They don't love me. I'll be alone forever. Whatever's sticking to you. Whatever sticks are those things that you need to work on, right? Those those ways you need to grow uh, to be able to differentiate and find yourself in relationship. Now, that's a very healthy way to look at arguing and being triggered in a relationship. I'm not suggesting that I have access to that or any human being can walk around like that, but it's a good aspirational goal. It's a good thing to reflect on later when you're calm, things like that. Okay. So you really want to think about how do you take that Velcro shirt and turn it into Teflon? So, So if something's triggering you, right, what is that? Sometimes it can be really simple that you just need to talk about a need with your partner. And, and you're not doing that. You're not talking about a need, and so you're triggered. Um, I have a really great example of this in my own marriage. Uh, recently, uh, I was recognizing I was feeling uh, not paid attention to uh, by my husband. Uh, he, he was really wrapped up in work, and I felt like when I spoke about something to do with my career, my job, things like that, that was really hard to get his attention or get his focus. And it was starting to get to me, and I didn't realize how much until uh, my husband uh, shared with me some concerns he had um, about his career and some other things. And I I really got passive-aggressive in my approach my response to him. Uh, I I wasn't able to stay present with him because it just triggered me. I thought, well, oh, okay, so I'm supposed to be present and listen to you. But when I attempt the same thing with you, you can be busy and distracted and not hear me. And so I reflected on that later (laughs) when I was not upset or triggered, right? And I came back to my husband. I apologized uh for the passive aggressive way I, I reacted to him and and I did let him know I ha I'm I'm recognizing that I I need some attention. I need you to be able to focus and listen to some of my issues with work. Uh and and I need to ask for time from you. And so we agreed to a time where he could uh, not be paying attention to work and give me more of his attention. And there you go. But you know, that's that, that all takes a lot of growth. That takes reflection. You've got to like look back. doesn't mean it's not accessible to you, but you're going to fall into these patterns. You're going to be triggered. You're going to, you know, all these things will happen. It's more about the repair later and speaking for what you need. Uh, and, If you start to notice how much is sticking to your Velcro shirt, (laughs) that may be one way to turn that into Teflon is to go, ah, I'm not speaking for something I need here and I need to do that. Okay. So this is all about growth. This is all about how to grow together. And so these two elements of understanding that you both get your own feelings that you get your own points of view. And then that leads into this idea of if I'm triggered, what is happening inside of me? That helps you better understand your own feelings and your own point of view. And then maybe it's an indicator to you that you're not speaking to a need, that you have something you need from the relationship from your partner, and you're not speaking to it and the more you get to have your own feelings and your own point of view the easier it is to speak to your own needs and 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 vice versa for your partner to recognize that they get that right and then what what opens up for the two of you is those next levels of couple development adult development where you can truly stand on your own two feet and be your own person and choose to be in relationship and choose to ask for what you need and choose to recognize that there are things you need to work on in the relationship. I'm sorry, things you need to work on yourself to be in relationship and this way that you both can grow together. So I really want to thank you guys for joining for season two and being patient with me. I recognized I didn't quite get uh, the last uh, recording loaded properly. So that that went up on Monday and um, this episode will be coming out a little bit later than my promised published date. Um, and then this closes season two. Um, so I really appreciate all the listening, all the support, um, and I will put up a preview when we're ready to come back for season three. Hope you guys have a wonder, wonderful rest of your week and enjoyed listening. Thank you.